The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so excited about the show tonight. Thanks for joining me. We have got none other than Sheila and Marcus Gillette of Astheo. Now, you may realize that Sheila channels Theo, and if you've ever read any of Abraham Hicks books, you would have found that Sheila Gillette and Theo were the inspiration behind Esther Hicks channeling Abraham. As a matter of fact, Theo gave her explicit instructions on how to open up and allow Abraham to come in. And it is so neat. As a matter of fact, that's how I found out about Theo is through Abraham Hicks books. Now, a little bit that perhaps you don't know is that Sheila uh, was in the hospital in 1969 with an embolism and it was very very serious the doctors didn't know if she was going to survive fortunately for the world she did she healed nicely and she came back experiencing all of this psychic phenomenon and um, it it was such a unique experience for her as she became a direct voice channel for 12 archangels collectively known as Theo. Since then her psychic abilities have been verified by researchers and hundreds of thousands of people that have sought out Theo's insight. Her husband, Marcus, is with us, too, who really does all of the business for Ask Theo. And um, actually, he's always been very, very uh, involved and um, curious about the spiritual field. And so he met Sheila many many years ago at the Monroe Institute and we all know about the Monroe Institute oh my goodness they have the best instructions on how to go out of body how to do all of these other things that we want to experience our spiritual nature while we're human uh, so I am delighted to bring Sheila and Marcus to you. And Sheila is going to be channeling Theo for us as well. So it's a great experience. But before uh, I bring out Sheila and Marcus and Theo, I want to tell you that the Law of Attraction magazine, which features Sheila and Marcus on the cover and with the featured article, that's just been released. And so it's available to you to read immediately. We've got 
fantastic articles from all over the world. You're going to love it. Really insightful things to do and to understand about the law of attraction. That's going to help you on your law of attraction journey. Really, it's got some tremendous answers in there. And it's a fun, fun read. If you are looking at the magazine through our mobile apps, then you know digitally the magazine is always free. But now we have become the print publishers as well. So you can go to Law of Attraction magazine and sign up for a subscription, either six months subscription or a year subscription or just one issue. So whatever you like to do, it's there for you. But this is a way that you can again become more comfortable become more inspired and especially motivated to stay on the path of creating your new reality. So with that, let's take a fast break and then we'll be right back with Sheila and Marcus. You're listening to Law of Attraction Radio Network, enhancing the well-being of millions of listeners worldwide. LOARadioNetwork.com is heard through 25 different internet radio stations, as well as iTunes Radio, Stitcher.com, and our mobile apps. The Law of Attraction Radio Network, your trusted source of daily inspiration, at LOARadioNetwork.com. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. Well, welcome, Sheila and Marcus Gillette. I am thrilled to have you on the show. This is wonderful because I've known about you for so, so many years. And it is an absolute pleasure to talk with you and to have you on my show. It's a pleasure to be with you. We're glad to be here, Jules. Yes, thanks for inviting us. It's great to be with you. The racism that's going on today really being brought up so it can be dissolved and for everybody to break free of the victimhood. Yes, it is. And and the thing about that... It's an inside-out job. Yeah, it's that inner work, that, that inner process that happens when you accept that you are the creator of your life, that you are bringing forth. What do you think most about, of course, that... That is what the quantum field, the universal energy, attaches to. Thoughts are things, words are things, being mindful of how you speak about yourself and others. But that is the creative energy in the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And it's always working. People say, well, the law of attraction doesn't work for me. Oh, yes, it does. 
You, all the time. All the time. Because it's like the law of electricity. It's always working. You know, electricity is all around us. It's just been harnessed in a way that we can utilize it in our homes. And it works the same all over the world. Well, the law of attraction is the same way. It's the quantum field aligning with decisions people are making and to their thoughts and to what they think most about and they are deli- and it is being delivered to us. So change your thoughts, change your beliefs, and you'll change what's happening in your life. And there's another, I think there's another piece of this racism thing too, Jules, and that is that it's, what Theo says about it is that people who are feeling this, feeling the hatred and, and so forth, are, are just trying to survive. It's just, it's just it's a fear of, of, of dying, of not being able to survive, you know, and they've adopted these beliefs. No one's ever told them there's a better way of thinking uh, anybody that they listen to anyway. So it's just a, it's a survival thing and, and, and maybe an abandonment thing as well, you know. Well, well they're learned beliefs, aren't they? Mm-hmm. The baby isn't born being a racist. They learn from the environment that they're in because that child needs to survive. That infant needs to survive. So, of course, it's going to adopt the beliefs of that, the environment it's in, and speak the language like we adopt of any that beliefs. world. And it's true about every belief. The beliefs of not being enough, not being worthy, those are all adopted from that need to survive. And that plays into everyone, because at some point in everyone's lives, man, woman, child, race, Everybody is discriminated against in one way or another, and they take it as as we are being a victim of someone else. And so we, again, are looking at the exterior affecting us instead of our inside affecting us. So it's truly a human experience to feel the discrimination against every single one of us. Right, and taking responsibility for creating the circumstance exactly. you're experiencing in the first place, right? Would, you know, would we have signed up for that class? Mm, not, knowing how, not knowing what I know now, I don't think so, right? But <laughs> the fact of the matter is our soul did sign up for whatever that learning is, regardless of how uncomfortable it may have been in the moment. The soul's growth is, is served by it. I am so glad you said that. Really, because it is served. It is served by this learning. And the thing about it, any condition, any circumstance, any situation, no matter how rough it is, and there's some pretty rough stuff out there, but there's a blessing for us in it. So if we can have the mindset rather than thinking, I'm a victim of this, to what can I get out of this? What's my highest learning in this? What is the gift from this opportunity that I can experience and expand from? It's just a different way of looking at it through different lenses. It's different, different calibration of questions. Instead of why questions, it's, you know, what, what was the purpose of my creating the circumstance? What am I supposed to be learning in this as opposed to why did this happen to me? Which is how, you know, how racists think, you know, yeah. staying on that topic. I mean, that, it's all about being victimized. And uh, there were a lot of people in the last election in the United States that felt pretty victimized by their lives, Un- disempowered by, by their lives, and, 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 and blaming sources outside of themselves for 
how their life is, right? So if we if we if we can all kind of assist in just shifting that you know moving that needle a little bit we're gonna we're doing good work you know but, it, but it's still the individual person who's got to come to grips that they're not a victim they're the creator yes so this is this is the important step right so we're to that point as I said everybody has experienced this it's just not about race it's about sexism. Everything that you can imagine, we have all experienced this, and it's all up to us to create something different in our lives. We don't want to have to keep on re-experiencing that. We want to learn from it and move beyond it, right? Right. That's our intention. So what do you say if we talk to Theo a little bit? I'm so anxious (laughs) to hear from him. I probably have a few things to say about these topics. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So it takes just a few seconds for me to alter my conscious state to allow Theo to come in. They come in on my right side of my body. They take over my vocal cords, my upper body, and then the entirety of my body. So I'll do that now, and then Theo will be present. So here we go. Okay. Then it's the beginning, is it not? It is. Welcome, Theo. We are appreciative of the opportunity to be of service on to you. You may ask. Well, we're very grateful to have you. Do you have some opening comments for us today, Theo? Mm. This is a grand time, an exquisite time to be embodied, to have life. For the shift of consciousness and the recognition of the divinity and the mastery in each and every one of you. That is a blessing. You may ask. Yeah, speak to the fifth dimension, this time that we're living in right now, Theo, this frequency. This is a time that humans never before have experienced. The third dimension is your physical reality. The fourth has been the spiritual awakening. And the fifth is a full realization of mastery. The, the veils between the dimensional experiences are very thin. And that you can be aligned and all-knowing, connected to the guidance and mentors about you continuously and with a greater awareness of who you are. How does that express in our, in our, in our lifetime now? The, the fact that we're living in the fifth dimension, we're aware of it, what does that mean and how can we, how can we live our lives in, in an optimal way with this energy? And recognizing that you are creator of your life. That you are the one that is the creator by the decisions that are made, aligning with the quantum field to bring it forth in life. Knowing that you are that creator, you can connect with those parts of self that feel limited. And changing beliefs that limit you can expand you not from an egocentric point of view or conceited, or narcissistic, but from a soul-centered point of view. This is a time of full recognition of the unique being that you are, the magnificence of each soul. Unencumbered from the old ways of being, new ways of being are emerging now, a new awareness that has not been available up until now. For humans could not have aligned with it, vibrationally speaking. Now is the time for this expansion and awareness. Yeah, what, is it, what does it mean to, what, is, what does it mean that it's an in, life is an inside-out job? 
What that means is that you connect on a soul level to all that you are, to who you are, as we speak of that essence of self being divine, connecting to that with unconditional love, loving the self, and then, as has been stated in the past, loving others as yourself, for it is true. If there's a woundedness, that is what's projected out onto others. If there's love, that is what will be projected out instead. Yes? Turn over to you, Jules. I love that. So what we truly are witnessing right now is history that will be revealed for centuries to come, this particular time? Yes. And understand this, there's no name for it. Some speak of new age. Not really. It is a new time. It's an evolution of consciousness and of awarenesses, a new way of thinking and experiencing the human experience. And it is that time of mastery, recognizing that it is you that can be the master of life situations and circumstances and creation for you are the creator. You are connected to force, source, creation, whatever you wish to speak of it as, do you see? You are that. And recognizing that, not from a, that, hmm, I cannot be that, I am not worthy of it. You are, this is every person's birthright to recognize their mastery. How will this time be viewed? If we're 100 years into the future now, looking back on this time, what's it, what's, how's it being written? It will be viewed as the changes that come, that peace will come to your planet. Because of these shifts of consciousness, these shifts of awareness that are occurring now. If you look at what has happened in the last 100 years on your planet, all of the technology, all of the travel, all of the things that are commonplace, that are taken for granted, were not happening a hundred years ago. This is all transpiring very quickly in this fifth dimensionary energy, do you see? And it will continue to expand. Communication with each other expands. The ability to be educated globally through technology. You are seeing the effects of that, but it will become much more refined than it is now. And when you see each other as the human species on this planet, you are one species. It matters not what the color of the skin or what celebration of God one prefers. You are one species surviving on this planet and coming together with all your unique gifts, each and every one of you, to share with each other will bring this planet and the experience of it to a higher state. Of being. How did we even 
get to the point where we don't recognize other people as a species, but so different. How did that even start? That started in the third dimensional reality. And through fear, you see, the mind, the brain has developed over periods of time to recognize why you're here, learning the learning of emotions, the learning of values, going from the need of survival from the first human beings in that sense. The first sensory perception has been visceral, the physical body feeling if it is unsafe. And then responding through fear, fright and flight, survival, yes? Mm -hmm. So that is what is changing, that you're not staying in that place of fright, fight, fear, but moving into the frontal cortex of the brain, where is the emotional cortex, the, the ability to recognize what a feeling in the body. Feeling is visceral. Then it becomes an emotion. When one has the ability to be the master of their emotions, the ability to recognize that each thing that they are experiencing is for their highest good and their highest learning, that is when your world changes. I get it. it. So So, what we are experiencing is the involvement, evolvement of our emotions. For the, probably the first time, we're actually being able to see the greater impact that our emotions have on our planet, on our universe. What you're recognizing is that you can be aware in an instant these things happen. Your body feels a feeling. It's a visceral experience. And then your mind does the emotion energy in motion. It is the reaction to the feeling, isn't it? So as you then are more mindful and aware, you can choose how you react. Rather than reactivity, you are responding. Responsibility. Being able to respond in a way not out of anger and fear and survival, but from a higher state of awareness. Mm, I love that. Can you tell us what happened during the eclipse and how it's going to affect us for the next six months? Are we in a very big growth uh, section for the next six months? Are we expanding or... What? Yes. No, these eclipses happen in every two years or a few months less. It is just you're more aware in this hemisphere of it being hmm, energetically impactful. For the closer you are to it, the more impact you feel, you see. And it's like a wave. And you're in between two eclipses, or have been. Now you're on hmm, the downhill side of the eclipse, you see. Uh But the crest happened yesterday, a few hours past. And now it's dissipating. The energy will dissipate 
But what you do with this energy, this new energy that you are, this greater awakening that has occurred, many either felt very tired or agitated for it. It did affect the nervous system of all human beings. But it also brought you to a greater awareness that you can utilize the energy, feel the energy. That is the quantum field that is being affected. And so, yes, placing an intention of what you want by the end of the year is a good attitude to have. It is a good place to set your energy field, to ride this energy, to bring forth what you desire. So what is the impact, since it was across the United States, how is it impacting the United States? It has been impacting. Look what has been happening over this last weeks or month. A lot of agitation. Yes, that's what we're speaking about. But it's bringing up things that have been repressed, that have been... Hmm. understand this nothing is hidden so these things happen to bring to the surface what is necessary to be seen and to be changed it's just like the body when it has an imbalance or an illness the body is continually trying to be at its optimum health so it creates fevers, it creates discomfort to let you know where attention needs to be paid, yes? So this is what's happening in your world and in the United States, but throughout the world, that those things that are not working any longer, that need to be changed, are agitating everybody and coming to the surface. There's no deception, truly. It is all seen. It all will surface to be changed. Would it be true, Theo, that as the solar eclipse crested energetically for us, that what's happening in our country right now, has there been a cresting? Is it going to get a little bit easier, a little more peaceful, or do we have some, some choppy times ahead of us here? It's choppy now because the change still is necessary. And there needs to be activity, again, and looking at what core values are. What are your true beliefs? What do you believe about the self? Can that be changed? What would love do rather than what would war do? Yes? Right. So we are staying in this war is there going to come a time that we are not going to have any wars not going to be responsible i'm talking about the u.s government not being responsible for any more wars in is is this even possible it's not immediate but this is the direction that humanity is going yes that is what we see in the sense of this evolutionary process of the recognition of one's mastery and loving the self. If every single person integrated in that way and recognized the divinity that you are, mm-hmm. 
if you could see yourselves as we see you, there would be no discontent. So that is the evolution we are assisting to occur. And I'm also noticing that people are believe that their God is money. And is this in the future going to be released and so that we can experience life more without that sense that we have to have all of these material goodies? I mean, life is just too good, regardless if there's material things or not. Money has no energy in and of itself. It's what people give it in their belief system. They give it the power, you see, in their thinking. So when one recognizes that money is just an exchange for goods and services, it's an energetic exchange, yes. And that anyone is worthy of the things that they desire, but most often when there is that need for more things, money, whatever it is, it's a lack inside there is something inside that there's a hole there that needs to be filled up. And so if beings are doing the integrational experience and recognizing the unique magnificence of their being, and not, again, from egocentric belief or narcissism or conceit, but the true centered and soulness that sense of well-being, of wholeness, of peace within, no matter what is happening externally, that sense of alignment, then you will see those changes that you're talking about. Mm. For that is just an addiction, isn't it, as well? Addictions are a way of filling the self from the external to try to feel better internally mm-hmm. oh, here you've talked we talk about the law of attraction you've spoken about the fact that the law a it's always working always and that really at the end of the day it works it works to the extent that we believe we deserve certain things that we're trying to manifest so it's all about believability it's all about our beliefs isn't it it is self it is belief it won't work if you don't believe that it can, and the belief that you are worthy of all the dreams and desires to be met. And you are. You are the creator of this magnificent life. And that attraction, the quantum field, is always working on your behalf. You may not like what you're getting because you're not making welcome the goodness. You're not believing that you are worthy of it. What do you mean when you say making welcome? Allowing. Knowing that you are worthy of those dreams and desires being met. Mm, yeah. What about people have said, and I've often said this, I wonder if the universe or this planet or life in general, is but a hologram that we are simply, um, we can put in it, and it's just about the individual creating the outside world. Is What's your response to that? 
That's true. That's what we're talking about, isn't it? The inner part of you is creating the outer experience of your life. It is your beliefs, how you feel about the self, what your values are. All of those things are creating the outer world that you're living in. So if you love the self, have that awareness of self-worth, you can share that with others. And there's a sense of alignment, soul alignment that occurs. And it's not taking away from anybody else, you see. But there then is a belief that in that love of self, there's a love for others and a desire that they have that peace within them and that they have all their dreams and desires met as well. Understand this, there's enough for everybody on this planet and beyond. It is the not enoughness feelings about self that limit. So in our holographic universe then, the people do exist or do not exist. They are real or not real. That's been discussed over many times, or much time, let's say. But there is a reality in existence, isn't there? The body is finite. The chair upon which you sit has structure. But it was first a thought, and that's what you're thinking in terms of holograph, the creative aspect of it, the usage of the quantum field to to create the material existence. Do you understand? Yes, that is brilliant. How can we best use that quantum field for our to manifest our desires? Intention. You place an intention and a decision for it, and then you pay attention as opportunities present themselves for that creation. Hopefully you see, Theo, when a decision gets made. When a decision is made and a no-doubtedness about it, and you all have evidence of this in your life, where you made a decision for something, it was a must. You, there was a no-doubt that this was to occur and you were to have what you were, you knew was coming. You didn't know how, but the decision was made. I am the person who will have whatever it is. And then the quantum field aligns with that energetically to bring all of what is necessary for it to come to fruition. And you've had yourself and others say, out of the blue it happened as if it were a miracle. No. The miracle began with the decision that you were the person that was going to create and have whatever the thought was, without doubt, and opened yourself to receive it. You believed in it. You may ask. Now, I know that you deal with probabilities, but can you give us probabilities of outcomes 
for the next 20 years and perhaps next 50 years of what it is to expect. I know a lot of mothers and fathers out there are concerned about their children's future. Um, so perhaps we can help guide them with this. First off, the planet will be here longer than anybody that is living on it. And there is, in a way, there are good things happening to your planet as well because there's consciousness about it. So there's longevity for the planet. And as we spoke before, this this evolution of awareness and technology and connectivity globally will continue. There is a global economic structure. You already know there's a global economy. There will be a structure in place globally that benefits all the human species. There will be a structure like your United Nations, only more powerful, that is a collective group of leaders that assist in the governing of the planet. And that is not to be feared. Many conspiratorial people fear that. But it is no longer a nationalistic world. It is a globalistic world. You're one species on this planet. And as you begin to learn, education is extremely important, and particularly of cultures and people, it's already begun. So as you become more aware, knowledge is power. For if you are aware and knowledgeable of one another and see that you are all the same, desiring the same in this world where you have peace and health and food and, and family and love, then you can create this world in a way, in a utopian way possibly, in the sense that there's enough for everybody. That if one person has something, that does not mean it takes away from another. They too can have as well, whatever the heart's desire is. And this soul integrational process is a part of that education to bring the human experience to a higher level of consciousness. So you're experiencing it now. So in the future, is not to have fear, but what can you do now to bring that education forward? What are the beliefs that you can instill with each other through love and not hate and divisiveness mm. and mm, separateness? Mm -hmm. For you are all one species. So in 20 years or 50 years, there is this change of awareness and consciousness for the evolution of the things, the material things on the planet will continue. For there is the continuation of the inventors and the seers to bring forth new things to bring about comfort for all human beings, you see. Yes. So Elon Musk is talking about robots and the danger of artificial intelligence. But I can't see the danger in that because they don't possess the hearts or the desires in which that vibrational frequency can create. Am I right or wrong, or is there a need to be afraid of this? No. But he is a scientist. He's an inventor, isn't he? Yes. He's a visionary. Yes. So he works with things. He works with machines. However, a robot does not have a soul. 
human beings have a soul. They are much larger than the, their physical existence, you see. A robot is finite to the earthly plane. I get it. So in reality, the robots can actually help soften our physical existence and they shouldn't be feared because they don't have a soul. Thank you very much for confirming that. This is wonderful. Um, is there anything else that we can see about the future? Um, uh, just that we're all going to to be able to live peacefully, the wars will stop and our children will stop dying in the wars and life goes on. <laughs> life does go on. But understand this, one cannot judge another's path for you know not what the soul's intention for its learning to be. Yes. And so when you recognize this and honor each other in that way, that is what change will happen. That honoring of the unique individuality of each and the similarities as well. So when we find ourselves judging others' experiences, Theo, how can we how can we how can we transform that into loving and not judging? Love the soul. You don't have to like the personality or what they're doing, but connect to the soul, give positive energy to the soul. When that is done, the change can come from the internal aspect. For all beings are seeking love and recognizing that they are deserving of it is the change you'll see in your world to the outcomes you desire in the future. Wow, that is powerful. Um, and I know we're running short on time. Would there is there anything else that you would like to tell? There has been given much for thought presently. It is not our way to overwhelm, but to enlighten your path. We are complete for this moment. If there's no further questioning, oh, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much, Theo. God's love on to you. To you, Theo. Good day. Good day. Thank you. Wow, that was powerful. I got chills up and down my spine. Hey, Jules, hi, Marcus. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wow, so I wanted to bring you back a little early because, Marcus, I want you to tell people your upcoming activities and how they can participate with you and to go to the website where they can be a member and see all of this incredible powerful information yeah Jules we've got some really exciting things coming up thanks for asking um, you know everything can be found at asktheo.com we've um, got a new site and got it's pretty robust and it's uh, easy to get around and see everything we have going on um, our um, our, our joy our real love is is in is in sharing Theo's teachings on soul integration we have a uh, a program we do twice a year in the spring and fall called Thrive, the Soul Integration Experience, which is coming up uh, on uh, September 19th uh, this fall. And we that's a 12-week program where we go into, you know, you heard Theo touch today, and, and, and we touch today a little bit on soul integration. We go deeply into it over a 12-week period of time. 
Um, but to back up just for a second, when we get to the website, there's two free gifts there for you. Adastio.com, there's a guided meditation uh, called Raising Your Vibrational Frequency and also a, uh, an audio program called The Big Questions. The you know, answers 44 of life's greatest spiritual mysteries. And, and then throughout the, the website, you'll see a calendar for live events that are coming up. Uh, we have a relationship program that's coming up shortly uh, uh, called The Art of Relationship with Theo uh, that we're putting together right now. And um, several live event days around the country. We're going to be in Ashland, Oregon, and also in Asheville, North Carolina, coming up here in the next month. Uh, and many other cities uh, coming into the beginning of 2018. But uh, everything is there. Um, we have, uh, like I say, we have many mentoring programs that we run. Uh, they're both, uh, they're three-month, six-month, and 12-month programs that you can read about on the website. But, um, yeah, we just love to have people come and join us. And we also have a monthly membership group called the Theo Group, which is a, uh, for $12 a month, you get access to a free monthly webinar for all the members and hundreds of hours of audios and videos and savings and all kinds of goodies. So uh, that's where we all gather every month with our community. Uh and so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, transformative, um, it's easy to navigate, and it's fun to be able to get some videos on there. <clears throat> like I mentioned earlier, there's a video of Esther Hicks talking about her experiences with Sheila and Theo in the beginning. And so we would welcome people to come and join us and uh, participate and see how Theo can uh, affect their lives. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's so important for people to realize that we can't go on this journey alone. We have to be in the spiritual um, presence of people like Theo people or entities like Theo and Marcus and Sheila, at least on a monthly basis to keep us centered so that we know where we're going. It's too easy to get distracted and pulled away. So we need that at least monthly contact to get us to keep us on our path. Yeah, people find their they find their tribe, you know, they find their community, they find people they resonate with and soul family as Theo calls it in our community. You know, we've had we've we've witnessed this over over, you know, twenty years now, but particularly over the last ten years since we had AskTheo.com and we've watched people come together. We've watched friendships, lifelong friendships form partnerships, romances. I mean, you know, it's been amazing to watch. And but we all just want to connect, you know. We all want to be with people that are of like mind, of like intent, that are vibrating at the same frequency, having the same interests, you know. That we can share, you know, in a really vulnerable, authentic way what what we're experiencing without fear of any of any recrimination of any kind or judgment, you know. And so it's a great place. And and what's cool about the monthly webinars that we do for our members is they they can be very topical, you know. So they're all about the topics that our members want to talk about, because we don't dictate the questioning for those at all. And so we, we, we take them, we bring people in live as well as my reading the questions for them, but they're very topical. So when we went, when we went through last fall, there were a lot of people that were pretty disturbed by the outcome. And we had the opportunity to talk to Theo, do some healing around that, understand the bigger, bigger picture, the, the, the broader, higher perspective, if you will, that we can do whenever there's something happening in our world that's, that's disruptive or, or unsettling, we can get some clarity together as a community every month. We come together with these webinars. So, it, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great place for people to commune and, and connect. It's yeah, really great. Isn't it? it is. Yeah, you know, be with people that get you. Yes. Uh, it, it really makes a difference. And that, that you can up level the conversation as well. That's what we like about yeah. it. Yeah. 
This is so wonderful, and I can't thank you enough. You two are on our cover of Law of Attraction magazine, um, October 1st. So I want everybody to go to it and read um, the article and um, Theo and everything about it. It's, you guys are such a blessing to this world. I, I'm just delighted. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to the show today. Thank you, girls. It's fun. It's been our, our privilege, really, and our pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting us. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com. And have a great week.
Okay, and we've got it. I'll edit that in. I'll take the transcript. I'll put it into the magazine. I'll send it to you for approval, of course. I uh, want to make sure that you're really happy with it. And um, then you are doing a full-page ad, the graphics and everything, and sending it to me? Right. Okay. Right, so, right. And, and, and Jules, when do you need that by? Uh, can you get it to me? Let's see. Um, October 1st. So about no later than September 15th. Okay. Is that possible? Or yeah. do you, if you need a week, listen, it's already a full page, so I can just slip it in. I've already got the page reserved for you. Okay. So okay. just you can even do it the last week of uh, September. Yeah, we, yeah we, we're making some decisions actually today on some timing things and some events and stuff. So we'll uh, we'll get that to you. Actually, I would like to have that to you by mid next week. Actually, because we're going to be Traveling. taking, taking yeah. Theo to Kauai for twelve days. <laughs> Tough life. Yeah. And what about, are you taking pictures? Uh, because I've been looking at pictures for you too, but I kind of need you um, um, a bigger picture of both of you. Okay, we'll get you, we'll get you a good one. Of close together and looking out. Yep. Okay. okay. Uh, more of a, even a full body shot that I can squish down. We've got one from kind of the waist up, I'm thinking okay, about. Okay, that's good. That'd be all right? Yeah. Okay. And the background is unimportant because we'll fix the background to go with the theme of the magazine. Okay, cool. Okay. All right, we'll get okay. you that for sure. It's really fun to be with you, Jules. It's terrific, and I hope you'll come back on, too, because, boy, we could have some good discussions later on. Let's do that. We'd love to. Yep. Okay, great. Have a great time in Kauai, guys. Great. I'll be thinking of you. <laughs> you take care. Thanks so much. Thanks okay. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. okay. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.